don't have friends. I got family. You, hello, uh, you, <laughs> hello. You you sent me uh, a message, or you 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 tooted uh, the other day that the the Fast and Furious, the original movie, is is twenty two years old. Um, yeah, that is a yeah. That's not probably something to think about too long and hard. Like I, I yeah, I can't believe yeah, it. Yeah, I. I, I no, that that was far longer than than I'd realised. Um, that for, for anyone who who you know doesn't know what we're talking about, we're we're talking about the first Fast and Furious movie, which is two thousand and one. This came out, um, and if if you watch the original trailer, you can really tell it's it's like from that era. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 uh, the kind of uh, lots of like swooshing, just general like swooshing, mm-hmm. like both visually and audibly. Yeah, a lot of lot of like quick cuts to different bits of action and car chases and car crashes, and and what I realised when I was rewatching it is it basically reveals the whole movie. Um, like, see, we're both fairly familiar with the movie because we've both watched it a lot of times, but the, the the whole trailer just basically shows you what happens in the movie. I mean, you get the the crash at the end, you get the um the jumping over the train tracks which is you know towards the end like the the uh the green mitsubishi eclipse being blown up um like all of this stuff is in the trailer i'm like you've basically seen the whole movie that weird to think that i guess we did do that and we and to a degree companies do that now where they just show the entire thing and i hate that i just hate it so much because it's it's like why am i going to go and see it now i need the like I remember that with the Martian, like the Martian, they like the there's a massive like kind of twist in it, or the halfway through there's a twist, and then they show that in the trailer. And I'm like, damn, I would have loved to have not known that, but c'est la vie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so trailer trailers are weird. Um, I, I did go and look because I, I was curious, and this movie and and the second one were like universally panned by critics. I mean, they, these were. These were considered bad movies. Oh um, shit! Yeah, I, I clearly that's not the case now. I mean, the the, the newer movies are like you know, some of the top grossed movies of all time. Um, not not that that makes them good necessarily, uh, but uh, it, it, it makes yeah, them successful. Yeah. Should we just say successful? Mm-hmm. Like you can't yeah, deny that's that. So successful. Um, but reg- I think regardless of critics, I think me and you. They both really enjoy all of these movies, um, at least for what they are. Like, I, I'm not, I know these aren't the best movies in the world, but I just really enjoy watching them. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, if if anybody critiques, like, enjoying them or anything like that, it's like, it makes me think that they, they think I eat uh, McDonald's chicken nuggets with a knife and fork. Like, I'm sorry, it's just, <laughs> it's, it is what it is. And you, you will enjoy them at that moment in time. You may regret it later in some capacity, but they are what they are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, the first sort of twenty minutes of this movie, we, we, you definitely get a feel for for what they're going for. Like it opens, um, and and Brian is power sliding a car in a car park, and then he races across town to the shop that he works at, and then. 
Um, like outside the restaurant, you get the the four or five cars of of Vin Diesel's gang <laughs> turning up, all sort of parking next to each other. Um, you know, they, they clearly and, and all, like all the cars are a, a different color because it's very important to be able to distinguish them. Yeah, like Power um, Rangers, obviously, just. They've got all those exactly. colours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like the, the car Power Rangers or something. I don't know. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. Shout out to the Turbo series and <laughs> yeah. Power Rangers. Um, yeah, so I mean, they introduced like all these characters who sort of appear and not appear across the rest of the movies. Um you know, Paul Walker, who was in it for sort of seven movies or whatever before he unfortunately died. Mm. Um, I mean, what do you think about the story for this, this so, particular movie? I've, I've been racking my brain on where where I've seen the story before, and it's like loads of places. This entire story is like I'm pretty sure it's the the storyline to Driver Three, the game. Like it's the same. Tanner goes through the exact same like story arc of being an undercover cop and then having the 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 torn difference between friends and well family i should say a new family <laughs> and then work which is um now sounding awfully deep for what is a very shallow film anyway <laughs> yeah the, the the i mean that's our first mention of family which is good that's going to be a running theme um <laughs> tick the <laughs> Yeah, and and you're right about sort of um, they they try and be really deep with it, like the the first street race where uh, Brian nearly beats Dom, uh, but he doesn't. He says, "Oh, I nearly had you," and and you know, <laughs> Vin Diesel was like putting all of his acting ability into this to say, "Oh, it doesn't matter if you beat me by a a, a meter or a mile or whatever." He says. And then he says, like, winning's winning. And I, okay, like, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to think, oh, yeah, that's really deep, but it's it's just not. Like, it's a bunch of blokes in a car park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to ch- you want to switch it out of a Sainsbury's car park, and and they're all driving <laughs> um, courses and Fiestas and stuff. And then the right, story the bloke turns up in a Vox. <laughs> yeah, bloke turns up in a Vauxhall Nova. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we got the big boys here now. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think you're right. Like the the story is is never really the core part of these movies. I'm not even sure I could explain what the core part of these movies are. I mean, this first one is it's the it's the closest to you know what they allege they they think they're trying to do. I mean, a lot of the later movies are not like this at all. Like this is actually you know there's a bunch of street racing and cars there's not a lot of explosions and things like that um yeah did you know this was the, the whole the whole franchise is, is based on a, an article about street racing oh is it well i know that there's a in if if you watch i think it's the cinema sticks one is that there was a there was a there was an original film called fast and furious and they had to like mm-hmm. negotiate a deal with them so they could use the name but it's I guess that's where what you're saying is where it's actually from, and they just took the title. Yeah. So the so the article is called Racer X, and this this is uh, like an article about street racing in in California. I think it's from like 1998. I think, um, and they wanted to call the movie Racer X, or they were going to, um, and then as you say, they negotiated with 
that old movie from whenever it is, like the fifties or sixties, to to use the the title. Um, I I feel like Racer X has a real sort of a, a sort of B movie type bargain bucket type vibe. Um, I'm not I'm not sure it would have done as well. <laughs> Doctor X, like from was it the Action Man franchise? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I I don't think they would have got very far. Um, or, I mean, it is only a title, but I do think people might have uh, thought it was even more ridiculous than it already is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, we we get Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, the 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 fashion in this, I, I'm not even sure it's representative of 2001. I just think it was. I don't know. I don't know if they were going for edgy or. or they were definitely going for something, but I'm not convinced anybody has ever dressed like that in real life. <laughs> Maybe for, like, dress-up of something, some kind. It, it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh... Yeah. It, I, I, I'm not sure how long we can even talk about this movie, because I feel like... Um, there's actually really not a lot to it. You know, the more I think about, I mean, they steal VHSs. Uh, you know, v- got VHS players. They got some TVs in the back, oh, of, the, yeah. back of the bands. Is it weird to look back on that and they think there's some kind of value in it? And I'm like, people throw that stuff away. <laughs> people like this is this is taking up room in this warehouse. Why you got them? <laughs> I'd be really annoyed if I had a truckload of VHS players. Like, I'd... <laughs> that would be a massive inconvenience. You would the the modern interpretation of it. You would be fly tipping said <laughs> rather than trying to steal it. You would be fly tipping it. You'd be really trying right, trying yeah. to get rid of it real hard. <laughs> um, yeah. So we get we get sort of this the, the first like fight fighting scene where it's uh brian is is at the cafe and he, you know he's trying to uh talk to i don't remember what i can mia that's it yeah yeah just trying to talk to mia and he, and he orders a tuna sandwich which oh. okay fine whatever <laughs> in that heat that's not um we get this fight scene you know so oh, don't come around here anymore um they they do the race it's um and then and the, the the huge race scene where they you know I, th- I as far as i know they literally just got like local car owners to come for that race scene and just park up on the street which is why there's so many of them mm, that's pretty cool though um, i quite like that the, like mm-hmm. kind of local thing and it, it it makes me think it'd be quite a nice thought if they did that for every film like in the area sure. you know like in mexico and stuff like that but i, I don't know yeah, I, I think we we will get to it, but there's there's another one of those in the in the second movie as well, uh, which is quite nice. But uh, yeah, and then Brian saves Dom. You know, pulls up, handbrake turns. So he's like, "Get in the car!" You know, even though he's like annoyed at him for nearly beating him in the race. Oh <laughs> yeah, again, again. Am I supposed to care? Like, am I, am I supposed to be like, "Oh yeah, oh, poor bloke, he's been beaten in a street race"? Like, no, not really. Uh, but you know, we get some cool car chases and. Stuff like that. Um, we, I, I got. I feel like we've got to mention that the the main character is Brian as a name. Yeah. Like I know mm-hmm. yeah. Brian might be more popular elsewhere, but in if you told if you 
described this story and then said the main character's name is Brian. In the UK, you'd be like, mm-hmm. Brian? That's my granddad's name. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's that's like the, the bloke your dad knows that will come around and like sort your plaster out. <laughs> yeah. <it's>... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking of a different title for it. That would be... <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's certainly an interesting. Uh, I mean, I guess they just pick names out of the air. I don't really know how they decide. Um, I, I wouldn't. I would anticipate it's some. It's it's some clever trick, or it may be a clever trick to to make that Brian so generic that we can just put ourselves because he's like he's the first person eyes that we're looking through as as the storyline, and Vin Diesel's character is just kind of like an interesting character to observe and part of it, you know, like an interesting NPC, like everyone else. Whereas Brian is your character, like to play, play through the film. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's that's a much smarter uh, take from (laughs) from what I said. But yeah, you're probably right. (laughs) Um, And I'm another, we get race wars, uh, which is this, this big, um, I, I think they filmed this at an airport somewhere. Um, in cut, but yeah, it's like this. You know, I, I don't even know if this is a real thing, but you know, a bunch of people show up and they drag race in this like desert car park yeah. thing. Um, we get another fight because, uh, of course, we do. Um, what do we get? We get the fight later in the movie. I can't even remember at this point. Oh, um, they like push each other around, and then Vin Diesel just goes straight into like beat. Doesn't he just beat the guy like really hard? Yeah. Like, that's it, and everybody sort of like pulls him off, and oh, we're not doing this, and um, then we get uh, Jesse, who who's driving a, I think it's a, it's a Volkswagen, is it a Jetta? Yeah, I don't even know it's, what I, it's a Jetta, it's a Jetta, because I know this because this was the bit of trivia I was going to add in that mm-hmm. after this, not long, no, not long after the film, a few years after the film, um, mm. the guy who plays Malcolm in Malcolm in the Middle bought the car. <laughs> What the jet? Yeah, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> um, was it Munez? Is it is it Mick, Mick? Uh, Frankie Munez? Frankie Munez. He bought the jet afterwards, and I was watching it on um, Stevo's podcast. Stevo from from the Jackass series, like he's got his mm-hmm. own podcast, and he was on there. And I think he mentioned maybe he bought it but like he bought loads of random stuff when he was younger because he just had money coming out of his ears so he just went i'll yeah. get the jetta <laughs> sure i mean of all the cars in this movie i'm not sure that's the one i'd go for but maybe that was the only one that was available <laughs> is that a supra no no it's the jetta <laughs> <laughs> speaking of there's a good good segue what is your favorite car in this movie it might it might be the the Jetta because it just seems like quite a funny like <laughs> I, it's it's the it's the opposite way round sleeper car I, I'm a big fan of like sleeper cars where it's just like a mm-hmm. like a Golf a Mark 3 Golf or something like that that's been tuned up but you can't see anything from the exterior but sadly this one is like yelling at everyone else to say we did something to yeah. it we tuned it but I suppose <laughs> I su- well no the 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 GTR is not. Is it in this? It isn't the Nissan GTR is uh, not not to be seen in this? No, not in this one. No, it's, um, that's the weird thing because that becomes Brian's like signature car, and and it's it's never mentioned. And I guess that the, the the Supra becomes like 
almost like a but like it transcends as like a kind of Easter egg type car as opposed to being his car because Vin Diesel's what is it, is it Charger or or a Challenger? Yeah, do, yeah, yeah, Dodge Charger. Okay, he has. okay, um, yeah. Which which I think is is the only consistent car across all the movies um, that everybody else just sort of chops and changes as we go through. Um, like you say, we we. We we switch to the the skyline. I think of the second movie, um, but the, the, yeah, it, it's not very consistent. Other than the Dodge Charger, I think that is that is the constant that's keeping all of this together. Other than family, of course. Yeah. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Um, I will say though, and it's something to note if you watch throughout the films, is that they all have their brands. So like everybody more or less sticks with the same brand throughout the series. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a conscious choice to try and keep the signature thing. So uh, uh, Dom is always American muscle of some kind. It will be Dodge or, or yeah. Yeah. Most likely Dodge. And then same for Brian is always a, a Nissan of some kind, um, or, or a Japanese car of some kind. It's like they kind of try and keep within the realm which is quite nice as like signature character cars. Yeah, yeah. They, they, as as much as all of these movies are kind of ridiculous, um, there there are some things like that where they they do try and sort of keep the consistency. Um, which you know they they're clearly putting an effort to try and keep these you know make these movies and they want to make decent or they want to make fun movies at least. Um, and I think for the most part they they achieve that. Yeah, it's it, but that's the thing is it, it, you got to remember. There's like there's so many people involved in it, and there's so many stakeholders. And like if you get people that are remotely like car experts in there, they're quite committed to the job, and they're going to like kind of push quite hard. And I'm not saying that like other people worked on the film didn't commit to it, but they probably had not quite the right prerogatives of like just like oh, do big blockbuster thing, and this is what men will want to see in the film and things like that. And that becomes like a running theme throughout the entire series, which just really like winds me up every time I watch it. It's just like this film would be fine without this, uh, mid drift, like panning shot through like the bars and stuff like that. And I'm like, ah, so, Oh, yeah. well, well, whatever. <laughs> Speaking of mid drift. Um, <laughs> Nice. So, <laughs> I see. Uh, George, <laughs> Jordana, Jordana Brewster, I think that's her, how you say her name, Michelle Rodriguez. Neither of them had a driving license when they started filming the first movie. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> they, they did lessons while they were filming. Um, I, I mean, presumably they don't need a license to, if they're on sort of private sets or whatever. But yeah, they, they, they didn't actually have licenses when they started. So they, uh, that they were doing lessons during the filming of this movie. Well, there you go. I mean, at that time, they're probably like, I can't believe you haven't got a driving license. Everyone has a driving license, blah, blah, blah. And then these days, it would be kind of a different story. It'd be like, oh, well, yeah, of course, you've got to learn for the for the job. But at the same time, you could get away quite easily with not having a driver's license. Like, mm-hmm. where yeah, I am, I at suppose least. If no- yeah, I suppose if nobody checked... Nobody said, "Oh, you got a license?" Yeah, sure, I have. <laughs> mm, mm. I think uh, I think James McAvoy did that on Shameless, the TV show. Uh, 
he I remember seeing an interview with him that he never had a driving license um, the entire time he was filming that show and they had him driving around all the time. <laughs> um, nice. <so>. Nice. <laughs> Um, d- we should get, get back to the movie, the actual. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual, the actual movie bit of the movie. Um, so we get a a second. So the, the film sort of we get the the first heist uh, where they're stealing the VHS players, and then we eventually, after some fighting and some nonsense, and you know, Dom says, "Oh, you're a cop," and Brian says, "No, I promise, I'm not a cop," and all of this. Um, they they get they go to do the secondary heist. And I cannot remember the guy's name because uh, he's barely in it. Uh, but he gets his arm like caught in some horrible like metal rope stuff. Um, and we get this sort of extended scene where they're like trying to get this guy off the side of the the, the truck, and the driver's shooting at him with a shotgun, which seems like that would have ended fairly quickly, <laughs> but not in this movie. <laughs> it's it's weird because the scene's kind of is it, it does go on for a bit too long, possibly, but at the same time, it's quite. It's quite dramatic, but clearly, like the scale of drama in the films, just kind of escalates beyond belief, and it, it makes it makes me wish that stuff like that maintained its like, um, like the excitement, like the excitement, the mm-hmm. thrill of the scene, because it it, it it they depicted it quite well. Like that is quite believable to get caught up in that cable thing, and then he's stuck on sure. there because now he's deciding. Do I want to jump off this moving lorry, or do I want to, um, like, get my arm wrecked or whatever? Like, but every time this this kind of film scene comes up, where it's a moving vehicle and they're trying to do stuff like that, it always assumes that the driver of the lorry just won't stop. Like, <laughs> oh, you can't stop. Impossible. No, no, they don't stop. <laughs> they just they just keep going. There's no brakes. It's locked in. It's practically a train. It's 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 on schedule to be arriving somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that that's definitely. I, and I thought this that there's another scene we'll get to in one of the other movies, which is the same kind of thing. And you think if if you just you could just stop, <laughs> but just stop and just get out the lorry and let them take it. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, instead we got to do this thing where you're like trying to drive around like three Honda Civics that are driving underneath your your lorry, and it, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, they had to remove these movies. <laughs> didn't they have to remove a load of stuff under the carriage, under the trailer, to like try and so they could actually do that? Because there's no way you yes. could get that going underneath. Because there's 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 like bars, like girders, like straight underneath it to hold shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's way too much going on. It's not you know Honda Civic is a you know sort of sporty car, but it's not. You know, I mean, it's not like a low to the ground. It's not like a Ferrari or something that's like really low to the ground. There's no way you'd get that under a normal, yeah, yeah. normal articulated lorry. Um, so yeah, and then, and then like the final, I don't know what the final sort of 10, 15 minutes we get this. I, I guess this is really sort of the quintessential, the classic shot that people know from from this movie and, and probably from the whole franchise is the, you get Brian and Dom uh, drag racing uh, down this road and then there's like a train track that goes across and they both jump over the train track and the train like just misses them mm. uh, th- this is kind of the, the classic shot I think you know you see this a lot shared um, sort of all over the place if you sort of say Fast and Furious or even just racing like this is what comes up usually yep yep um, I was a bit disappointed to find out last night this is actually two shots that were composited together 
um, oh, the train cars. was not in fact. Oh, right. right, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they they filmed the cars and then they filmed the train, which now I think about it makes sense. Like you can't you can't risk two actors, like, yeah, jump in their yeah. car in front of a moving train. I suppose, um, but if you really, really like, if you were Christopher Nolan filming this, you would probably one try and do it for real, or just film them like ten feet in front of the train. And then put like mm-hmm. a fake ramp through it, and you know, because of the the flat perspective of it, you could you could cheat people into thinking that they just jumped in front of the train, and then get rid of the the ramp. I'm thinking about it so practically, like as if like yeah, if I did it again. Yeah. <laughs> right. So when we make remake, yeah, yeah, yeah. Furious, and it's just me and you. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> you, you rock up in a golf. I'll have a Nova. And it's just us yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to recast. I'm going to get Frankie Muniz to to to, to be in in it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He he can, he can play Jesse. I mean, uh, he can he can bring the original Jetta. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm. He'll, he'll barely have to change outfit or anything. The people believe. <laughs> oh, this is this is fun. Um, I think we're we're onto the. I guess the. Because we get this scene, and then there's the last scene, which is, again, this is another moment where I think they're trying to be deeper than they are. Like, I think they think they're going to win Oscars or something. Um, they, they, The police are coming, like, they hear the sirens. Um, Brian and Dom are, are stood there, and obviously Brian, at this point, he's a cop. Dom knows this, and, and then Brian hands over the keys, and he says, oh, I, I owe you a 10-second car. Yeah, well, um, and, and to, we, we should make clear that, like, in immediately after the jump, like, Dom mm. totals the Mustang, like, completely, <laughs> completely wrecks it. Yes. Um, ignore the fact that it's in all the other films. It still gets completely destroyed and so he has to give them the keys to it but it's just funny how that car gets completely wrecked and yet at the same time it survived way better in the series than the other one did yeah it is it is it the same car is is this like a a ship of theseus triggers broom situation where it's like i know it is the same car i've just rebuilt it and replaced the chassis and every car oh oh, it's definitely triggers broom kind of Mm -hmm. thing where it's like and i don't think even that one in that scene is a is an actual dodge because it's it it's just so much frame there's nothing there's no like substance Mm -hmm. to it yeah no that that is probably just some like plastic and cardboard on wheels that they they threw off a ramp yeah definitely um so yeah, and then and I mean that's like the end of the movie, and then the, you know the titles swoosh in like as they want to do in the in the early two thousands, um, and then and everyone's had a good time, and <laughs> you know it's it's kind of supposed to just as far as I tell I I know I think it was just supposed to be this like one and done movie, um, I don't think they were necessarily intending for there to be, I mean what ten sequels, eleven sequels plus a few more spin offs that are coming. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess it's a shot in the dark type scenario where it's like, well, let's see if this sticks. And I guess some part of it sticked, but as, as in like when we get to the second one, um, mm-hmm. it kind of, it kind of changes gears in, but it, but it changes gears in a way to changes gears. Like it's like I'm doing some kind of clever, like, terminology, <laughs> but like it changes in terms of like what the audience wants 
not necessarily where the franchise is like going, which is quite interesting that they 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 switch to to that angle, and it, I guess it makes it survive. Really, it's a bit like we're going to pivot. We're going to pivot to this. Um, uh, this all land for 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 now, and then we'll move on to the rest of it and get back to what you want to do, Dom. <laughs> I mean, Vin yeah, Diesel. Uh, sorry, <laughs> racing movies don't pivot; they uh, they handbrake. Oh, time. thank you. Yeah, they, <laughs> they power slide. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I, yeah. I mean, this movie, I, I, I don't think I saw it at the cinema, um, but I, I bought. It must have been around. Uh, when the second movie came out on DVD, I bought a box set of the two. Oh, you did! Um, and I did, and, and I mean, I was uh, 2003, so I was like 15, 16, maybe when the the second movie came out on DVD. Um, and, and my DVD collection was maybe like five movies <laughs> total. Uh, so, I mean, I, I watched these movies a lot because, I mean, what else was I going to do? I was a teenager and this was like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. You know, you've got, you've got cars, you've got neon lights, there's fighting, there's, there's, you know, there's guns. Um, like a 15 year old me was loving this. This was like the pinnacle of cool movies. <laughs> uh, 35 year old me still likes it as well, but maybe not for the exact same reason. In a, in a, a kind of charming <laughs> way. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the, this movie and the, and the second one, especially, I, I've watched a lot. I mean, I I didn't rewatch the first movie to record this, and I don't think you did either. No, um, but what, what for me it was it was for the, and films like this, and like, I'm sure a lot of other people were like that back in back in the day. You were just watching like whatever came up on the TV, and 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 I I, I, I said this to, uh, to my wife Jess that like it's quite funny to think back at quite a lot of films where I go, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen it. And then when I watch it again, I go, I don't remember any of this. And it's the, the first 10 minutes. I never, 10 to 20 minutes, I would always miss because I'm channel hopping. And then you would land on the film and go, oh, yeah, yeah, let's watch the rest of this. And you, I'd never see the intro of it, like the start of like things like the Truman Show and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, I like this film. But I've never seen like the first 10 minutes because you 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 weren't there for the start. It wasn't like on demand. You were just channel hopping and you just ended up. And I would do that. And I, and I, I remember like when I, when they like with Freeview and ITV two and stuff like that, they would be repeating these types of films over and over and over and over again. And that's how I've seen that one loads of times is because that's the, that was the quintessential ITV two like film to, to repeat over and over and over again. Same with like, what they did with Shaun of the Dead and things like that, where they would just play it over and over and over again, and you'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll watch it again." Oh, absolutely! I mean, channel hopping and and you know just picking a movie is 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 it's a lost art for most of us. <laughs> um, the 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 only time I do this now, and I could quite enjoy it, is if we go to a hotel. Um, we don't take laptops or an iPad booted up with you know filled up with tv shows or movies we're like no this is great it's got like normal tv we will just channel hop and watch whatever craps are oh really oh that's interesting uh, yeah <laughs> yeah that's like that's like part of the treat of being in a hotel for us because we don't i don't i don't my, my tv presumably would do live tv but i we don't have it um so yeah that's that's always i mean we watched uh was that uh artificial in, no i robot I remember, right? Okay. We're in a hotel, hotel with with 
obscene amount of adverts. I think it was like every 15 minutes. That was terrible. But... Oh, yeah. that's Well, that is the... I think that is the standard. Like, that's the the most they can get away with every 15 minutes. Like, and and <laughs> you would, you'd be sitting there and you go, right, well, I think it's time for a cup of tea because the little black and white bars are coming up in the corner, like the little rotation. Oh, no, when it comes back to the... Oh, I can't remember now. There's a Tom Scott video <laughs> about that, I think. There, there's probably people listening to this now who are not old enough to understand what we're talking. About. <laughs> yeah, the little spinning. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to put that in the show notes. Then what the little spinning bars are. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I think we've. I mean, that's we've done it for that movie. Uh, I think we we've been going about thirty minutes. That seems pretty good to cover. A, a well, I'm certainly not trying to beat the runtime of the movie. So <laughs> we've got to do it scene for scene. <laughs> Phrase for phrase. That's shot for shot. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, uh, yeah. We, we're going to... Next episode is uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, 2003's follow-up to The Fast and Furious. 